Kellogg's Pep, the build-up wheat cereal, invites you to rocket into the future with Tom Corbett. Stand by to raise ship. Blast off minus five, four, three, two, one, zero. Roaring rockets blast off to distant planets and far-flung stars. We take you to the age of the conquest of space with Tom Corbett, Space Cadet. Like a large silvery bullet, the rocket cruiser Polaris hurtles toward Earth heading for a landing on the Academy spaceport after a long training cruise. Inside the ship, the crew prepares for touchdown with the ease of long practice. At the controls sit Tom Corbin and his astrogator, Roger Manning, while Astro stands by below on the power deck. And as the ship falls through the successive layers of atmosphere, gaining momentum, Tom and Roger stare through the viewport at the round ball of Earth rushing up to meet them. What's our altitude, Roger? 100,000 feet, Tom. Keep tipping the altitude. 90,000 feet. We'd better start breaking. Control deck to power deck. Check in. Okay, Astro. Stand by to blast braking rockets. Right, Tom. Ready whenever you are. What did you say? I'm all set, Tom. Oh, okay. Couldn't hear you for a second. 70,000 feet. Hit them now, Astro. Braking rockets one quarter. Astro, acknowledge. Something's wrong down there, Roger. Something will be wrong up here, too, if we don't start braking. Down to 50,000. Take over the controls. I'm going down to the power deck. Blast, Junior, blast. Are we going to splash ourselves all over Space Academy? What's the... Great jumping Jupiter. Hello, control deck. Check in, Roger. What are you waiting for, Junior? We're down at 25,000 feet. Listen, Astro's out cold. What? Stand by your controls. I'm taking over down here. Hey, Astro, Astro, snap out of it. Come on. Hey, cut it out, Tom. What are you trying to do? Come on, wake up, Astro. Wake up. Huh? Hey, where are we? Did we land okay? What happened? That's what I'd like to know, sleeping beauty. Oh, I must have blacked out. The last thing I remember, we were getting ready to land. You uh, sure picked a fine time to take a nap, Astro. You almost made it a permanent one for all of us. Oh, I got dizzy. The, the whole ship seemed to be turning around, and well, that's all I remember. Oh, come on, Astro. Roger and I are taking you over to sick bed. No. No, I feel fine now. But, Astro, you'd better get a checkup. There's nothing wrong with me, I tell you. In fact, uh, I'm hungry. Come on, let's check in and go to chow. Well, all right, Astro, if you say so, but I still think... Oh, stop thinking about it, or I'll show you how healthy I am. All right. Come on, let's go. Well, good morning, Cadet. Good morning, ma'am. Polaris unit reporting for class. Do you have your laboratory assignment? Uh, yes, Dr. Dale. I'm in Laboratory J. Laboratory K for me. I stay right here, ma'am. Very good. The labs are already set up with the equipment you'll need for your experiments. Here they are. Tom, Roger, Astro. Now, you're to make some of the gases that you meet on other planets in the solar system and study their properties. But I must warn you to be extremely careful because many of them are very poisonous and even small quantities are dangerous. Now, is everything clearly understood? Certainly, Dr. Oh, All right, carry out your instructions. I'll be in my office if you need me. 
Oh, brother. Look what I pull. Methane and ammonia, the stuff you find on Titan. Well, if you hear me coughing, think nothing of it. Now, well, let's see. I've got diethyl chlorine. Well, that should be easy to make. Be careful, Astro. You don't blow up toy balloons with that stuff. It's one of the deadliest. I can handle it. You'd better get over to your own lab, Tom, and get started. We haven't too much time on this deal. Right. Are you sure you'll be all right, Astro? Blast off, will you? I'm fine. Okay, Astro. See you later. Huh. Why don't those characters stop bothering me? I'm okay. Now, let's see. Diethyl chlorine, huh? Blasted. Why don't they use bigger type in these instructions? I can hardly read them. Awfully warm in here. Printed. It's so blurred. I. The room. It's going around. I, I can't stop it. I. Help. Tom. Roger. Help me. Oh. to the exciting adventures of Tom Corbett's Space Cadet in just a moment. So stand by. You know, spacemen, there's a lot more to being a space cadet than just flying around space. The cadets have to work and learn on the ground, too. Now, take the Space Academy instrument shot. Space cadets learn to repair and operate all the instruments that are standard equipment on rocket ships and jet boats. You know, I saw Tom Corbett down there one day, and he was telling me all about... Hi there. I'm working on a radar scope. You know, a radar scope is the eyes and ears of a rocket ship. It's got to be in good working order or else. Space cadets have to be in good working order, too, or else. That's why we stock up on good foods like Kellogg's Pep to get the food values we need for strong bones, strong muscles, and on-the-double energy. Kellogg's Pep helps me to start the day with plenty of stock, plenty of drive, and say... If you have plans for being a space cadet someday, the thing for you to do is to start eating Kellogg's Pep right now. Starting tomorrow morning. Just ask your mom to get Kellogg's Pep. Well, that was Tom Corbett talking about his favorite cereal again. You know, it's no surprise. Tom Corbett likes a cereal with lots of flavor. And Kellogg's Pep fills the bill perfectly. You try Tom Corbett's favorite wheat cereal tomorrow morning. Get the build-up wheat cereal, Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P. Returning to Space Academy after a long training cruise, Astro suddenly blacks out, and only Tom's quick action saves the Polaris from a disastrous crash landing. Worried about their friend, Tom and Roger try to get Astro to sickbay for a checkup, but he stubbornly refuses. Now, however, in a laboratory class, as he handles poisonous chemicals, the young cadet from Venus faints again, dropping several beakers. And as he lies unconscious on the floor, the room begins to fill with diethyl chlorine, the deadly poison gas of the planet Uranus. Suddenly, however, the door is flung open and Tom Corbett rushes in. Astro! Astro! Great Jupiter, he's passed out again! <laughs> Dr. Dale! Roger! Roger, come here! Wait! Hey, let's the racket! Get rid of that beaker of gas! Quick, Roger! And open the windows! You bet! Why, what's happened to Astro? He fainted, Bell! Get the emergency kit! Hurry, Doc! Give me the... Give me the syringe with the camphor adrenaline! Yes, ma'am. Here you are. Here, hold his arm out. 
should bring him out of it. <coughs> if he didn't breathe too much of that cat. <coughs> there. Will it be all right, Dr. Dell? <coughs> Wait, he's coming out of it. Hey. What what happened? You fainted, Astro. Oh. I feel as if I swallowed a jar of mustard. No, just a just a few mouthfuls of diethylchlorine. Do you think you'll be all right now? Oh. Oh, sure, ma'am. Well, I'm sending you to sick bay with Roger. Oh, no. Well, that isn't necessary, Dr. Dale. I, I feel fine now. I, I don't want to... That get... is an order, Cadet Astro. Yes. Come on, Junior. After those gas pits of Venus, I can't understand how a nice gas like diethyl chlorine can bother you. Tom. Yes, Dr. Dale? You're pretty close to Astro, aren't you? He's my best friend, Dr. Dale. Well, tell me. Has Astro seemed... Well, different lately, has he changed in any way? Well, come to think of it, ma'am, he has. Usually he's pretty calm and easygoing. The only one who can ever get a rise out of him is Roger. But on his last training flight, he was jumpy and irritable, even with me. And then sometimes I found him staring into space. He seemed to be dreaming. I had to call him a couple of times to make him snap out of it. Mm, I see. Does that mean anything to you, ma'am? Afraid it does. Then you know what's the matter with him? Well, frankly, Tom... I think Astro is suffering from a disease all spacemen fear the most. Space fever. Space fever? Yes, Tom. And if I'm right, Astro's days as an active cadet are numbered. If he doesn't pass the examination, he'll be grounded forever or... or medically discharged from the academy. Is Astro all right? Uh, sorry, Tom, but the results aren't all in yet. Right now, it's touch and go. The last test Astro took will tip the balance one way or the other. We'll just have to wait. Okay, we'll wait here with you. No, I'm afraid you can't, Tom. I've just received orders from Commander Arkwright to blast off on a routine training flight to Mars. We raise ship in one hour. Is, uh, is Astro coming with us? We probably won't know until just before flight time, Roger. But this much is certain. If Astro isn't in our crew when we raise ship, he'll never go into space again. Are we ready to blast off, Corbett? Aye, sir. But did you get clearance from spaceport control, Manning? Yes, sir. We're on ten-minute alert. Very good. Notify control we'll blast off on schedule. Well, sir, what about... Uh, I mean, is... Well, speak up, Corbett. Isn't Astro coming along? Astro? Well. Cadet Harvey reporting, sir. Oh, yes. Uh, Corbett, Manning, I want you to meet George Harvey, a new member of the Polaris unit. Cadet Harvey will take over the power deck. The power deck? But that's Astro's station. Sir, does that mean that Astro... We'll talk about that later, Tom. I'll be back in a moment. You might make Cadet Harvey feel a little more at home. (laughs) So you're the new power pusher, huh? How do you rate getting into this unit? I don't know. I just got orders to report to the Polaris. Very glad to be with you. Heard you're a pretty good crew. We're the best crew, Junior. And while I'm about it, I might as well let you know where you stand around here. Wait a minute, Roger. He stands equal with all of us. Don't mind him, Harvey. You see, we're disappointed that... skip it, Corbett. I heard about Astro. I'm only afraid I won't be able to fill his shoes. You will, after we work on you a little while. All right, boys. Get ready for blastoff. But first, I want you to meet a passenger we're going to carry on this flight. A passenger? What are we running? A ferry service? That will be enough from you, Manning. Yes, sir. Sorry, sir. Now, this passenger is important to all of us. I want you to show him every consideration. 
Strong. Why, your old space Oh, this is terrific, Captain Strong. Why didn't you tell us Astro was rejoining the crew? I'm not rejoining you, Tom. I'm just going along for the ride. The ride? That's right, Manning. Astro is only a passenger. The examination wasn't conclusive, so he's being sent on this trip to test his reactions out in space. His future status in the Academy will depend on how he comes through. Well, that's the story. Prepare for blastoff. Ah, what a lucky stiff you are, Astro. To be able to dope off while we chauffeur you around the universe. Shut up, Roger. Shut up. What? Why, listen here, you... Yes, yes, Roger. This is no time to kid around. All right, boys. Take your stations. Atmosphere, Captain Strong. Right. Put the ship on automatic control. Oh, where's Astro? Topside, sir, in his bunk. You boys will have to handle him with silk gloves. Use every bit of tact and understanding you can. But, Captain, if he isn't well, why did the doctor let him come along? Tom, the pressure test showed him to be a borderline case of space fever. Now, that apparatus is the nearest thing we have to actual space flight, but it's still just an electronic device. So the final proof had to be an actual flight. In fact, I insisted on this trip against the advice of the doctors. You kind of stuck your neck out, sir. Yes, in a way. If anything should happen to Astro now, I'll be responsible. Approaching Mars orbit. Ready to land in ten minutes. Oh, good. Prepare for landing operation, Tom. Oh, but have Astro come down here first. Aye, sir. Hello, Astro. Check in. Go ahead, Tom. We land in ten minutes. The skipper wants you down on the control deck. What's the matter? Is he afraid I'll black out again? Of course not, Astro. Come on down. Whew. He's certainly getting jumpy, skipper. Yes, I've noticed. You better alert Harvey to stand by. Control deck to power deck. Check in. Power deck, aye. Approaching orbit of Mars. Prepare for a standard approach. Ready any time you want, Tom. Right. Cadet Harvey seems to be fitting in nicely, sir. And I'm glad of that. Cadet Astro reporting is ordered, sir. Well, Astro, how are you doing? I'm all right. Well, good. Well, we're approaching Mars. You'd better stay with us until we land. Why? So you can keep your eye on me? What's that? Captain Strong. Take a look out there, out in space. What? Great Jupiter, we're in the middle of a meteor shower. What a show. This is a ringside seat. It's just a little too close for me. If one of those white hot pieces of space junk ever hits us, we'll be part of the fireworks. Any chance of that, sir? Well, not much, I guess. There's very little possibility of a direct hit, but you never know. Hey, did you see that? Oh, that was a close one. I could feel the heat right through the hull. Who turned on the heat? I feel as if I'm being thrown alive up here. Sir, I think I smell smoke. What? What time? You're right. Quick, sound the emergency alarm. The ship is on fire. Radar bridge control deck. Check in. Control deck high. Go ahead, Roger. Who turned up the heat? I'm getting toasted up here. What? Oh, Captain Strong, look. Smoke coming from the main ducts. Great galaxy. The ship is on fire. The smoke is coming from the power deck vents. Call Harvey. Quick, Tom. Control deck to power deck. Check in, Harvey. Power deck high. Harvey, what happened down there? The heat from that meteor. It kills the cackling on the main control board. Strong, did you hear that? Yes, we've got to kill that fire. And fast, or the whole ship will blow up. We'll return to the exciting adventures of Tom Corbett, Space Cadet, in just a 
a moment, so stand by. Say, Spaceman, how many different magic eyes do you have in your collection right now? Do you have the magic eyes showing Paramount star Bill Holden in a scene from the picture Submarine Command? Do you have the magic eyes showing a jet streaking through the sky? Do you have the magic eyes showing trains, planes, and all the others, like movie stars, sports stars, or your favorites? Well, say, Spaceman, let's get a move on. Those magic eyes are just waiting to be picked up at your grocery store. That's right. You get a magic eye with a picture that moves and shows you exciting action. Now, every package of Kellogg's Pep has a magic eye packed right inside. Here's a prize you don't have to wait for, you don't have to send for. All you have to do is to get Kellogg's Pep, and you'll get a magic eye free at no extra cost right inside the package. Don't delay, spaceman. Get all 16 of these exciting magic eye pictures in your magic eye collection. Remember, there's a magic eye in every package of Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P. flight to Mars as a passenger in order to test his reactions out in space. But now, as the powerful rocket ship nears its destination, it is suddenly engulfed by a large meteor shower. And as one white-hot meteor passes dangerously close, its heat fuses the cables in the main control board and sets the ship aflame. Attention all hands! Attention all hands! Break out spacesuits! Emergency fire procedure! Radar bridge, check in. Radar bridge, aye! Contact Marsport, send out a distress alarm. Aye, sir. Tom. Aye, aye, Captain Strong. Close all portals and seal the decks. We'll try to keep the fire from spreading. Right, sir. Captain Strong, I'll go down to the power deck and see if I can do something. You'll stay right where you are, Astro. But, sir, I can help. You'll help me by keeping out of the way. Hello, control deck to power deck. Check in, Harvey. Power deck, aye. Are the automatic extinguishers working? Can they hold the fire to the auxiliary tank? No, sir, I can't get a thing out of them. They're not working. The fire is spreading fast. Then dump the reaction mass. I can't, sir. All the electric controls are out. The whole panel is shorted. All right, abandon the power deck. Get up here on the double. Right. Captain Strong, look, let me take over down there. Harvey's a good man, but he hasn't got the experience. Sorry, Astro, we can't risk it. But, sir, you I... hurt me, Astro. I can't take the chance of you blacking out down there. Now, for the last time, keep out of my way. Yes, sir. Hey, Captain Strong. Manning, did you contact Marsport? I couldn't, sir. The radar bridge is dead. Nothing's working. That's why I came down here. Even the ship's intercom is out. Captain Strong, I can't seal the portals. All power is gone. So that does it. We'll have to abandon the ship. Wait a minute, sir. There's still a way to put the fire out. Are you crazy, Junior? The extinguishers won't work. Space is a good extinguisher. Hey, I think you've got something there, Tom. If we can open the power deck airlock, all the oxygen will rush out, and the fire won't be able to, to sustain itself. It'll be smothered. That's the idea, sir. Go on. Get your spacesuit on, Tom. We haven't a second to lose. Watch your step, Tom. If that fire touches your spacesuit, you're done for. I'll be careful, sir. Can you see the airlock? No smoky in here. I can't. Over this way. Get your hand on my shoulder. Oh, look. Look at those flames. They're awfully close to the main tank. Keep moving, Tom. There's the lock. Yeah. I see it, sir. Now, we'll have to open it manually. Are you ready? Oh, wait. Let me get a good grip on it. Right. And watch yourself. Don't get caught in the draft when the air rushes out. Okay, sir. I'm ready. Move. Oh, this is rough. I can't touch it. Keep trying. Sir, the fire. 
switching at the main reactor tank. Never mind that. I'll get this airlock open. Whoa! I sir. Skipping a little? I was for Give it all you've got. Kellogg's Pep, the build-up wheat cereal. <laughs> 